What's up, guys? We are back week 11 of the NFL season on the visor. As always, I'm here with Connor and Blake. Connor to my left, Blake on the bottom. And today we will be discussing our takeaways from week 10 of the NFL, our over-under and point spread picks for week 11, and our five touchdown scores of the week. But first, we have some takeaways from week 10 across the NFL. The Colts take control of the AFC South with their 34-17 win over the Titans on Thursday night. The Buccaneers bounce back with a win at the Panthers. The Cardinals take the top spots in the NFC West after a wild win against the Bills. And Drew Brees goes down with a rib injury and collapsed lung against the 49ers. And something that Blake, I'm sure, is happy about, Kirk Cousins finally gets his first win on Monday Night Football against the Bears. So if you guys want to start with your takeaways, go ahead. Yeah, so like I was talking about last week, uh, I think that uh, changing the guard in Miami between Ryan Fitzpatrick to Tua, everybody was kind of thrown through a loop of right away, but Miami these past couple weeks has shown absolutely what they plan on doing every week. If they if they plan on winning, it's it's they're going to play really good defense and special teams, and then they're going to ask Tua to just do what he can and, and, and not force anything. Alright, um, yeah, so, mine is kind of just, uh, with Russell Wilson, I don't, I, I think he was actually, he was leapfrogged just this last week for the MVP, and I, I believe it's Kyler Murray now, personally. Um, he's had seven giveaways in the last two games, which I, I think he's just trying to do too much, because he knows his defense sucks and whatnot, but still. A lot of them are kind of stupid mistakes. So I think with the win against the Bills by Kyler Murray, he has leapfrogged right over Russell Wilson for the MVP. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Drew Brees, his injury, um, for my takeaway of the week. Uh, Drew Brees obviously is a huge part of that team, heart and soul of that team, captain. Um and that rib injury and collapse lung, I mean, that's not really an easy thing to come back from. Um, and now they have Jameis Winston um, most likely starting this week. I really don't see why they'd be starting Taysom Hill at quarterback. Um, Jameis Winston, he he can get the job done, but he just got to limit those take um, turnovers. Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that the Drew Brees um, injury is a big loss for that Saints team, and it might give the Buccaneers a chance to win that division um, as long as they can keep winning and the Saints lose a couple down the stretch. So, But now we are going to go into our game picks. Um, so first we have the Thursday night game, which is the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are three-point favorites. Over under 57 and a half. Um, I'm going to start with this one. Um, you know, obviously the last game uh, Cardinals and the Seahawks had was an overtime game. Really good game um, for me, especially. Kyler Murray, shout out. Um, but I think it's going to kind of be the exact same game, if I'm being honest. It's going to be high scoring. Um, both offenses can obviously put up points. Russell Wilson has had some trouble with some turnovers in recent weeks, but I think he can get that fixed, hopefully. Um, but I, I do have the Cardinals winning this game. I, I think that Kyler Murray is on a hot streak right now. Um, 
DeAndre Hopkins and him obviously have a great connection. Um, that wild win against Buffalo last week kind of – I agree with Connor. Kyler Murray is kind of looking to be the uh, the MVP front runner as of right now, and uh, I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to go over the 57 and a half. Uh, I, I'm agreeing that uh, I think Arizona is the, the smart bet here, the, the plus three and a half. But I think ultimately uh, Seattle, I, I, I just think it's going to be a field goal game either way. And it being three and a half, I think that um, the smart bet here is, is Arizona plus three and a half. But I also think that both teams' defense defenses are going to be playing just a little bit better than they were in, in the last game. So I'll take the under on this week. Yeah, I'm going, we're all going Arizona. Um, yeah, and I'm just picking the over. I think, like Dylan said, it's just going to be a high-scoring game, and Arizona's going to come out with the W. Yeah, so for the first Sunday game we have here, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Steelers are 10-point favorites over under 47.5. I'll let you guys start with this one. So, so, yeah, I'm taking Cleveland at the minus three. Um, Except I didn't say Cleveland. I said Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Oh, sorry. I was just <laughs> I was looking at the, no, it's, it's, the order of the game. Yeah, the mind. orders are messed up that we have here. See, there's that Jack. So, um, I'm taking Pittsburgh minus ten. I think they'll get the job done, unlike uh, the Packers last week. But uh, we we still all had Jacksonville covering, so that that worked out well. But yeah. I, I don't think Pittsburgh will make that mistake. I think they'll do their thing. I and think Pittsburgh's go defense is is the reason why you have to take them in this yeah. case. Like yeah. they're so dominant of a defense that like you expect a Mike Tomlin Steelers team that's that good on the defensive side that Jake Jake Lawton's not going to have a very good day at all. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Steelers in this game. Uh, they're obviously a way better team than Jacksonville. They're 9-0 for a reason. And I'm going to go over. Um, I, I really like the Steelers' offense. Um, their wide receivers have been killing it this year. Um, so, you know, I think I'm going to go with the over in this game. Uh, I think the Steelers' offense is going to have a big game, and the Jags will probably put up enough points, so that'll hit the over. So for the next game, have the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. Saints, even without Drew Brees, five-point favorites over under 51. I'm uh, with Drew Brees being out. You almost like have to take the points in this. Like, even if Jameis comes in and plays well, like, is there any way that he comes out and he just like is a league breaker and he, and he like plays insanely well while he's out or he can be Jameis and throw a couple picks right like the Saints might still win the game but I'm 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 still going with Atlanta plus five and then I'll take the under because I do think it um Jameis is going to make at least a couple mistakes and then um the Saints defense will play well enough uh I'm going to pick Atlanta at the plus five because yeah I think there will be a couple Couple turnovers, um, by the by, Jameis Winston and the Saints, but I think ultimately it's going to hit the over of the fifty-one, just because 
the Saints' offense will be good enough, and Atlanta's offense is obviously good enough. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to take Atlanta to at least cover spread here. Um, yeah, two really good offenses. Uh, Saints' offense is still going to be good even without Drew Brees. Uh, Jameis Winston and the Bucks last year, they put up a lot of points every week. And uh, I, I, I still see the Saints in Drew Brees' absence still being able to put up a lot of points like they have been this year. Um, they still have Alvin Kamara, still have Michael Thomas, otherwise known as Slant Boy. Um, yep. So I have Atlanta at least covering, but I have the Saints winning the game, and I have the over of 51. So the next game that we have, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are 6.5 point favorites, over under is 49. I'm just, I, I can't believe that the line is this. Tennessee's getting almost a touchdown here. They they aren't that much worse than the Ravens. The Ravens came out and played the Patriots, and they didn't do shit. Like, I'm uh, this is a, probably like one of the more safe bets of the week. I think Tennessee plus six and a half. They don't even have to like win the game, but they're almost giving up a touchdown to them. Yeah, uh, Tennessee plus six and a half. I'll take, and then I'll take the over. Both both te- teams' offenses are at least competent and. uh I don't think there's any way that Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and the whole Tennessee offense gets completely shut down by the, the Ravens offense, especially after this past week. Um, I I think it'll be somewhat of a higher score game. Yeah, I also took Tennessee. I think the six and a half is a lot. It'll be fine. Um, and then I'm going to go with the under. I... I'm not too like confident in that, but I think it'll just barely hit because right now Tennessee's offense is kind of taking a little bit of a dive, but I think this week they'll kind of get on track. Mike Vrabel is a good coach. He'll get these guys ready. And um, I don't know, like the Ravens offense is just, it, it's hit or miss every week. I feel like it really depends on how Lamar Jackson plays and what, what, he does with his legs and who he, if he can actually, you know, throw to his weapons. But I, I think it'll be like a heavily uh, running sort of game. So that's why I'm going to go with the the under. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to go with Tennessee, at least covering the spread. I, I think that Baltimore will end up winning this game. Uh, both of these teams kind of disappoint, disappointed last week. Uh, Tennessee lost to... Colts, I, I know, I'm pretty sure we all had Tennessee in that game, and Baltimore obviously lost to the to the Patriots on Sunday Night Football, which was, again, probably a surprise to a lot of people. Um, but I, I think Tennessee, if they want to keep this game close, they got to do exactly what the Patriots did last week, and that was run the ball. Uh, Damian Harris had a great game against the, a really good, actually, uh, Ravens run defense so hopefully Derrick Henry can get that going for the Titans um, and then I'm going to go with the over um, both offenses are capable I do agree with you though Connor um, the Ravens offense is either hit or miss but I, I think they're going to have a bounce back week and I, I think one of the reasons why their offense was so bad um, Sunday night against the Patriots is because of the, the weather in New England 
um, that night. I mean, if you watch the game, it was just hissing rain. Like, it was – I I haven't seen a game, like, with that much rain in a long time. So, um, Tennessee plus six and a half and the over 49 for me. So, the next game, um, kind of an interesting game. Cincinnati Bengals at the Washington football team. Football team is a one and a half point favorite. Over under is forty six and a half. Ooh, this this is kind of like the um, preview to see if Joe Burrow is is going to improve towards like the second half of the season kind of thing. Because Washington, their defense is good, but like their offense really isn't like anything spectacular. It's the dick and duck passes, and then seeing if Terry McLaurin can hit a home run shot. Like, uh, this is a very capable game for Joe Burrow to win, and I think they ended up winning the game as well. So I'd take uh, Cincinnati plus one and a half. I think Cincinnati's offense has got weapons and all kinds of spots. They got wide receivers for days. A.J. Green, who's actually staying healthy, isn't doing a damn thing because they got better receivers now. So, like, uh, and and that being said, I I think the overhits because let's be honest, like Washington isn't all that, and like as good of a fields feel feel good story it is that uh, Alex Smith is playing. The dude's throwing fifteen targets to J D McKissick every game. Like, come on. Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati plus one and a half. Uh, I th- also think they're going to win the game. Um. I don't know. I, I'm going with the over because I think, well, Cincinnati will put up points, and Alex Smith, I believe, is a capable enough quarterback to also put up a decent amount of points, especially against that defense. And as I can see, I don't know, another week where this guy, J.D. McKissick, gets over like 10 targets, which is just, it's just weird. He's had, I think, like 29. Over the last two weeks, it's insane. Crazy. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, Alex Smith, like, against the Giants last week, had, like, 55 pass attempts. So, I think it'll be a game like that again. But I, I wouldn't say a potential shootout, but it's it's, it's going to go over the 46.5. That's pretty low. Uh, yeah, we all have Cincinnati winning this game. Uh, I agree with Blake. This is going to be kind of the um, time of the year where we see if Joe Burrow can elevate his gameplay. Um, he's been doing good, I mean, this entire year, so we'll see if he can take that next step. And I think uh, he does take that next next step this game um, against a pretty good Washington defense. Um, but I am going to go with the under on this game. I, I think it will barely get the under, I think. Uh, somewhere around like 20 points for each of these teams. Um, but Cincinnati ends up winning the game. So, And the next game, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are three-point favorites over under 45 and a half. Uh, this is going to be such an ugly game, I have a feeling. I, I just, neither offense is really like all that like big play. I mean, like, Literally, it's it's Carson Wentz throwing the one, two, three deep balls to Deshaun Jackson, who's not going to be playing, 
uh, a year. Otherwise, it's like uh, dink and dunk passes or hoping that one of their running backs breaks a, a touchdown. And it's the same thing with the Browns now. They don't have OBJ to take the top off of defense. Uh, they're going to be handing the ball off like 40, 45 plus times a game to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb now. So that being said, I, I have Cleveland winning the game. Philadelphia, as much as I want to take them in this, because uh, they're getting more healthy and whatnot, they're, they lost to the Giants last week. I I don't think the Giants are as good as the, the, the Browns. Uh, I'm going to stick with Cleveland minus three, and then, like I said, it's going to be an ugly game. Both teams want to run the ball. I'll take the under at 45 and a half. Yeah, uh, it's basically the same kind of reasoning I have. Um, I'm just tired of the Eagles. I don't understand it. I Honestly, I'm almost leaning towards the Giants being the best team in that division, and that is that is sorry to That's say. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing as fuck. Coming into the year, I honestly thought they were still the worst team. Like, I thought Washington got better, Philly was going to get better, get healthy, and then obviously the Cowboys, but that hasn't worked out. So, yeah, I just think it's going to be a run, run, run game. And this Cleveland team has hit their under, I think, every week for, like, the last, like, three weeks. And what sucks about doing this now is we don't have, like, weather reports on games. Because, like, if I would have known the weather of last last week's game against Houston, I would have just pounded the under, even if it was, like, 38 and it was like a nine to like three game or some stupid shit or ten to three. So yeah, I'm gonna go under. Uh, no, it wasn't ten to three. Um, because the the Browns did not cover. Because mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, that's all, right. I think we all got screwed on that. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. That's yes, right. we all got screwed because of that. Because oh. he did not get into the end zone on uh that one long ass run that he had at the end of the game. Literally made no sense. It would have made the game a two possession game yeah. with fifty seconds. I don't. I don't yeah, get it. I, I don't understand that. That's that screwed us. <laughs> um, records could be a lot better by well by one game um, if that would have happened. But uh, whatever. Um, hopefully Cleveland can cover uh, this week because I do have them at minus three. And uh, you know Cleveland can either score forty points or they score about fourteen or less. And I see that as. Um, the case this week, um, I, I think that this is going to be a very sloppy game, very low-scoring game, so I'm going to go with the under of 45.5. So next game, we have the New England Patriots at the Houston Texans. Patriots, 2.5-point favorite, over under 48. I'm going to start off with this one. I got New England, minus 2.5. Um they definitely surprised me on Sunday night, but I'm also going to give a lot of credit to the to the weather um, for the last game. I I don't really think like what Connor was saying this uh, for the this last game. I mean, if we had weather reports, I mean, it would be a lot different of a story. Um, but I I think that New England is a is a better team than the Texans uh, as of right now. Um, I think it'll be a decently close game just because I really am not a huge believer in New England. I mean, I, like I said, I think last uh, week's game was kind of a kind of a joke. I mean, if, if you play that game um, ten times, I guarantee you the, the Ravens uh, win that game at least eight times. So 
Um, but I'm going to go with the over in this game. The Texans have the offensive capability to score a lot of points, and New England has the offensive capability. If they do exactly what they did against the Ravens and run the ball, um, they should be able to put up uh, a decent amount of points with Damian Harris and Cam Newton. So, And I, I think that's the key to the game for New England. It's can you get Damian Harris, his 20 carries, 100 yards. The last uh, four or five weeks, he's averaged over five yards per carry. Um, that, that's New England's new new team dy- dynamic. It's run the ball and then get in the goal line, and Cam Newton's going to try his damnedest to quarterback sneak it or RPO it into the end zone because their passing game is almost non-existent. And then Jacoby Myers or um, Darius or Demir Bird will just go off for nine catches just every other week. But it, it it's a new receiver every week. So um, New England New England is a well coached team, and that's why I'm taking them in this. Deshaun Watson, me and Dylan have been kind of a Deshaun Watson hater this year, but. Uh, I think he's a little overrated, which is what we've been saying all year. And in in these kind of games, Bill Belichick is known to, to stand out. So I'll stick with New England and the over. All right. Well, I am on the contrary here. I got Houston plus two and a half. I think they will outright win the game because I think Houston's offense can be better than New England's defense. But New England's offense is also better than uh, Houston's defense, I think. Not by much, though. Really not by much. Um, But yeah, this being a a game that's not probably not going to have any weather restrictions because it's in Houston, um, I think it'll go over 48. But I definitely can see it going under because it's just Bill Belichick seems to be somebody who has the defensive mind and capabilities to to keep it a low-scoring game, even if it's a high-octane offense like Houston's. But I think this week it'll go over, and Houston will outright win the game. Okay, so for the last 12 o'clock game, we have the Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers one-and-a-half-point favorites. Don't have an over-under for this game because I'm assuming Teddy Bridgewater's... Um, availability for Sunday. So and Matthew Stafford's is also in question now too. Yeah, um I I was going to pick Carolina uh initially, then I kind of remembered that about Teddy Bridgewater and I don't think he's going to play. If he does, I would probably change this to Carolina at the one and a half. But in this case, I'm going with Detroit at plus one and a half. Me too. I think Matthew Stafford. He's one of he's him and Ben Roethlisberger. Those are like the the two toughest quarterbacks in the league. They try and play through anything and everything. And I don't think a hand injury is gonna stop Matthew Stafford here. And if the the Panthers don't have Teddy, I'm not a believer in PJ Walker. So I'll stick with Detroit. Uh, you know, this is uh, it's kind of a tough one for me, um, considering that Teddy Bridgewater 
is looking like he's probably going to be out. I, I just looked it up. It said that he's okay, but his status is still uncertain. Um, but, you know, I've taken Detroit um pretty decent amount of times this year, and I feel like they've always let me down. So I'm going to go with Carolina uh, with those receivers. And uh, I don't think Chris McCaffrey's playing either, actually, uh, this week. Mike Davis hopefully can he's have not. a good game against uh, Detroit's um, poor run defense. So I'm taking Carolina in this game. And then for the first 3 o'clock game, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Denver Broncos. The Dolphins are 3.5 point favorites over under 45. Uh, hammer. Hammer the uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. But... <laughs> we all have it. Yeah. Uh, but... We all have the under 45. Yeah. I, I don't know the the... Odds makers are still behind on this. Miami is actually a good football team. Drew Locke might not even play this game. How is this yeah. line only three and a half? They're going to win this game by at least a touchdown. I think it's going to be more than that, honestly. Drew Locke will give the ball away, especially to this Miami defense. I think it's a pretty easy one to go with. Yeah. It it kind of reminds me of like the Bills from the start of the season. And, and we all even have the under. So we, we're all thinking it's going to be like... like uh, Miami 20, 24, something like that, and maybe like seven ten for for freaking yeah. Denver. Like they're not gonna score that much. Maybe two touchdowns. At the beginning of the season, did you guys see the Dolphins um, six and three, looking to be seven and three at this point in the season? I yeah. did not. I did not see that coming at all. No, that that I I don't know if I would have expected that, but. That that's Brian Flores. Brian Flores is proving to be like the one Bill Belichick disciple that is actually about his bullshit. Jeff Judge has been all right this year. Uh, I I I take that back. I forgot about Mike Vrabel. I'm a big Mike Vrabel guy. Yeah, yeah, he him too. Yeah. You know, I feel like he's more on like the Andy Reid tree, isn't he? Because Mike Vrabel just played for the Patriots. Maybe he mm. coached her. I don't. I guess I don't remember. Okay, well, next game that we have, we have the New York Jets at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers, eight-and-a-half point favorites over under 47. I'm going with the Chargers, but it seems like every time I pick this team, they let me down. Same. Every single time. But <laughs> it, it's the Jets. I, I can't. I can't pick the Jets. I just can't do it. It seems like Sam Darnold isn't going to play again this week. So, yeah, I, I got L.A. and then under 47 because the Jets' offense sucks. I really badly, really, really badly want to take the Jets. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm changing it. Upset I'm taking New York. Upset of the week. Not to win. Not to win. <laughs> I'm I'm taking the Jets to, to cover. Joe Flacco... Didn't look horrible last week. He was throwing the ball deep, and that's why I think the over is going to hit. He he actually made some plays last week, and uh, I think that'll continue versus um, the Chargers. And <laughs> Justin Herbert's shown that he can score points, so that, that their point total is going to be fine. It's just if the the Jets can match, and I think they will. And I think Joe Flacco is going to keep him competitive enough. They could even lose by a touchdown. I don't care. We still cover, so I'll take I'll take the Jets. 
<laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the the Chargers in this game. Jets are terrible. Um. Somehow they kept up with the Patriots, though. Of course, you know, because I took the Patriots to uh, um, be able to cover the spread. Did not do that. Connor was the lucky lucky Actually, winner in that one. Took the Jets. Took the Jets. <laughs> um, but I'm taking the Chargers. Chargers offense um, has way too. They're they're just fantastic. Honestly, they put up a lot of points every single week. And then I I think if the Jets can do, um, what they did against the Patriots two weeks ago now, um, I think the over will hit of 47. And then we got Connor's team next here. Green Bay Packers at Indianapolis Colts. Colts, two and a half point favorites over under 51. Connor, if you want to start with this one. Uh, yeah, I got Indianapolis. Um, <laughs> minus two and a half. Well, I think they'll actually win this game. Um, the Packers came out flat against Jacksonville last week. Um, they are a tough team. Or, uh, they, they have a tough time handling physical defenses, physical teams. Um, the Indianapolis line, I think, is going to keep their pass rush in check. I think Philip Rivers will have time to throw. He'll do his thing. They can obviously run the ball on the Packers. And I, I just think it's going to be kind of a tough game for them. But Aaron's going to air it out a couple of times, so... I think the over will hit a 51. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers will have a, a well enough game here. And I'm surprised that you're taking Green Bay, but also at the same time, I know you're not always sunshine and rainbows with the team. So uh, I'll take Green Bay plus two and a half in this. I'm taking the better quarterback. I'm taking... Is, do we know... Is Jai Air going to play? I believe so. He's missed two games now with a concussion. I'm sure he'll be back for this one. All right. That that makes me feel a lot better. I think Jair is a very large part of that defense. And even though Michael Pittman showed that he was he's pretty good last week, maybe they just have Jair shadow him, and then are they get to throw to the ghost of Ty Hilton. Good luck with that. I, I'll I'll take Green Bay plus two and a half here. I think they're the better team overall. And eventually they're going to get their their defense. They're going to get that pass rush going eventually. And I'm, I'll take the over. But like you said, I think Aaron Rodgers is able to. He'll be able to to score some points on the Colts defense, even though they're really good. Yeah, I'm also going with Green Bay in this one um, for basically the exact same reason as Blake is taking Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is going to do his thing. Um, Colts, I I really don't know how they're atop of the AFC South. I definitely thought. Still think that the Titans are a better team, but I mean they didn't really show that uh, on Thursday night. But going back to this game, uh, Green Bay is going to win this game, and I think the over is going to hit. Uh, the Colts showed that they can put up points last week, and obviously the Packers can put up points. Um, they have a top top three offense in the league right now. Devonte Adams has been going off, and so has Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, and then, like, I mean, they still have Aaron Jones. Um, Alan Lazard uh, is coming off IR. So uh, Packers, I think, will be fine in this game. All right. Now we got Blake's team, the Dallas Cowboys at Minnesota Vikings. Vikings, seven-point favorites over under 48. Blake, if you want to go for this one. 
I am ecstatic that the Cowboys are seven-point underdogs because Minnesota still is has not convinced me. They've played uh, the Packers and upset them, so good on them for that one. But then they played two teams that were not at full strength, and uh, to be honest, the Bears really are not that impressive either. It's just whether their defense can limit the other offense, so... I'm still not fully convinced with Minnesota. Obviously, I'm not convinced with, with Dallas either, but I think they do play better with Andy Dalton. Um, and and Minnesota's defense is still not very good, even though they've played better these past couple weeks. Um, I think Zeke will maybe do a little bit better here. I'll say maybe because I'm relying on him in fantasy, so who the hell knows, but... Uh, the, I think the over is going to hit here because... I think I think Kirk is is probably my stream of the week for quarterback. If you're in fantasy and you're looking for a quarterback, uh, he I think he's gonna throw for at least two touchdowns. Adam Thielen is gonna have a day. Justin Jefferson might have a day. Um, this just feels like I'm still taking Minnesota to win this, but some points are gonna be scored on both sides. Yep, I'm basically just picking Dallas solely because of Andy Dalton coming back. I just think the team will play better. And their defense has actually looked um, okay the last couple weeks, especially against Pittsburgh. Um, So, yeah, I I think it'll kind of be more of a defensive battle, and that's why I'm going to pick the 48. Although I definitely could see it going, going over. Because it's it's kind of hit or miss with both of these defense week in and week out, um, but yeah, I, I just I just see uh, Dallas plus seven, see like a six point game or something like that. Yeah, um, I actually have Minnesota covering the spread in this game. Um, I feel like the Cowboys, even though they're somehow at two and seven, still very much alive in the playoff uh, race because of that terrible NFC East division. Um, But I feel like they're the one team in that division that just doesn't care. Like they, they don't try anymore. Like it's, it's the Eagles, the giants. And then the, then the football team is just hanging on. But the Cowboys, I feel like they've just given up after Dak went down. um, They just said, fuck it. Season's over. Um, Just like mine. Yep, season. And Minnesota, uh, they're on a three-game win streak right now against... Um, I mean, they, they upset the Packers, the one against the Lions, um, won a sloppy game last night against the Bears, and I, I think all of those teams are better than Dallas, so I'm, I'm taking Minnesota to cover the spread here. And I think there will be points scored um, by both sides, um, so I'm going to take the over of 48. And then for the Sunday night game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs, six and a half point favorites, over under 56 and a half. I'm taking Kansas City in this one. Anytime I can get Kansas City for less than a touchdown to win, I'm going to strongly think about it. And I think that the Raiders, although I do think that they are a better football team, I think they're overachieving right now. They're playing nearly flawless football and this is the Kansas City Chiefs they're going to be 
contending for an absolute title this year. I don't believe that um, the Raiders are going to be this year. They don't really have any wide receivers that are game-breaking. Henry Ruggs hasn't really come into his own yet. Um, it's just really come down to Josh Jacobs and then Derek Carr just playing like play action off of it and not making mistakes. And then Tyron Matthew, I think he's going to make more plays than than Derek Carr and or I think the Chiefs defense led by Tyron Matthew will make more plays than Derek Carr will this week. So I'll take the under as well of fifty six and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Kansas City as well. I think they'll kind of uh, revert from their mistakes that they made in the first game against the Raiders. But I, I still think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think the Raiders will put up points. Uh, Kansas City will obviously put up points. So over 56.5. But I, Kansas City, I think they'll end up winning by like 10. Okay. Um First of all, I'm going to start off with um, Kansas City is not getting swept by the Raiders this year. The Raiders gave the Chiefs their only loss of the season earlier this year. And I think, honestly, I could see the score of that game um, flip-flopping uh, for this one. I don't know how I remember this score. I didn't look it up or anything, but I remember this score. Raiders won 40-32, to and I think that that's going to flip-flop. I think there's going to be a, a lot of points scored in this game. Uh, give me Kansas City 40, Raiders 32. Yeah, the, this that last game, if you look back at it, it was just like pretty much roles reversed. Kansas City was playing down, and and every other play, it seemed like Derek Carr was just throwing the ball down the field, finding somebody else. So uh, I, I don't see that happening in this game. It's going to be Kansas City's turn. All right, so for the Monday night football game, we have the L.A. Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another primetime game for the Buccaneers. I think this is like their fourth one this year. Um, Bucks are three-point favorites over under 47.5. This has got to be the uh, this has got to be the Tom Brady Tom Brady game if if they're gonna make the the run. For a championship, Tom Brady's gonna come out and he's not gonna he's not gonna look mortal in this. He's gonna come out and he'll play well. Um, don't it, it'll still be a, a Sean McVay versus um, or Sean McVay trying to to counter Tom Brady and and the Bucks, but I, I think ultimately in the end, Tom Brady's gonna have a, a really good game this week and and. Um, I'm not a huge believer in the Rams' offense, to be honest. So I'll take the under as well. I I don't think I don't know if you don't if if they don't have like a a gashing run offense, um and and that's one of the strong suits of the Bucks. They can stuff the run really well. So if they're not having the run game going really well, then I don't think the whole offense is doing that well. All right, I think on. Um... That actually, the Rams will come out pretty hot. I don't know. I just uh, that's kind of what I've seen the last few weeks. Their defense is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with them three and a half. I think this is actually gonna be a decent game from Jared Goff. Yeah, my God, I had a, a stack of him in, in fantasy DraftKings. He was literally like my best fucking lineup and. He got vultured. All of his touchdowns vultured by 
by the running backs. Dude okay. threw for 300 yards in the first half is kind of annoying, to be honest. But, yeah, I can see it kind of being a back-and-forth game. Maybe a couple turnovers by both teams, and it'll be over of 48. That seems like a really low number for this game, I think. Uh, you know, I, I I would love to take the Buccaneers in this game because um, I, I feel like Tom Brady, especially after that injury to Drew Brees, kind of realizes that now is the time. Um, this is a time where they can push for the division. Um, I, I think they have the same record right now, if I'm not mistaken, or it's here that or the Saints have one more win. Um, but, I mean, Jameis Winston is the Saints Saints quarterback right now. The Saints swept the, the Bucks this year. Um, but this is the time where they need to start winning games so they can get over um, the amount of wins that the Saints have so they can end up winning this division. Um, in my opinion, this is a must-win game for the Bucks, But... Um, kind of going back to the rest of their um, primetime games so far this year, they just suck on primetime. They're absolutely terrible. Um, Brady can't do anything. I I feel like it's more his offensive line that's letting him down because I feel like every single time they get a big play on primetime, always getting called back because of a hold or something like that. Um, and, I mean, Tom, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's all his fault, but um, – I mean, he doesn't play as well on primetime as he does, say, this last week when they played at 12 o'clock against the against Panthers. They put up 46 points. Not going to happen this week against the Rams defense. Um, so I'm taking the Rams, actually, to win this game. Um, I, like I said, I would like to see the Buccaneers win this game, but I, 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 still, I still am going with the Rams. The Rams also have to keep pace in the NFC West, so th this is also a must-win game for them as well. Um, but And I'm also going to go with the under of 48. I think this is kind of going to be a sloppy, sloppy game um, by both sides. Jared Goff, um, I feel like he's going to um, have some turnovers, and I feel like it's going to be the same same story with uh, the Buccaneers' offense. So, Yeah, I'm guaranteeing a strip sack this week. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that 100%. Um, so for the records, um, I'm going to go over that here. I can load this. My laptop will work here. Okay. Alright, so for the season so far, um, for the spread, we're going to start off with uh, Blake has a record of 36 dubs, <laughs> 54 L's, <laughs> uh, three ties. Um, Connor, absolutely destroying the spread this year 51 dubs, 39 L's, three ties. Me kind of sitting around that 500 range, 44 dubs, 46 L's, three ties. And then for the over-under, uh, Blake has 41 dubs, 46 L's, four ties. Uh, Connor, <laughs> Connor, 39 dubs, 48 L's, four ties. And then me, 40 dubs, 47 L's, four ties. So now we're going to be moving on to our five touchdown scores of the week. Um, the records for that... <laughs> Uh, it just keeps getting better for Blake. Yeah, oh yeah, season's scores. over. <laughs> touchdown scores of the week. Blake is twelve and twenty-three. Connor is sixteen and nineteen, and I am also sixteen and nineteen. So none of us are at that five hundred range. Hopefully, we can get there this week. So I will leave it off to you guys, whoever wants to start. Uh, let me just say, first of all, like last week is is the epitome of what I'm talking about. 
I took Derrick Henry, and not even he could score. So th- that that should just tell you how my season's gone. All right, getting into mine. <clears throat> uh, my first touchdown score I have is Damian Harris. Like we were talking about earlier, the 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 new way of the Patriots is running the ball down a team's throat, whether it's through Damian Harris, sometimes Rex Burkhead, and then Cam Newton when they get in the, the end zone. I think Damian Harris is um, due for a little touchdown regression. He's had a lot of carries and a lot of yards these past like four or five weeks, and he's only got like one or two touchdowns kind of thing. So I think, I think he's due this week. He'll get in the end zone. And then uh, second touchdown score I have is Mike Davis with – CMC presumably out. Um, I think that Mike Davis is going to have a, a really good week this week. He plays the 32nd ranked defense against the run in Detroit. And with Teddy Bridgewater being out, they're going to have to funnel that offense through him and and maybe try and do some play action off of that. So moving on to my third, I have my Dalvin Cook pick. And uh, nobody took him last week. And he didn't score, so I better take him this week. Need to make sure that my my team's not coming back and winning four in a row for for nothing here. So take Delvin Cook. He's pretty much a virtual lock almost every week to score. Staying on the same team, I've got Adam Thielen. Like I said earlier, I think he's due for a big week this week. He's scoring touchdowns at will versus defenses, and I don't think it stops this week. Versus a, a pass defense that is fucking sorry. Uh, Dallas is going to get fucking exposed by him and Justin Jefferson. And then my last pick here, I'm going with Antonio Gibson again. Um, some familiar faces that I have on the touchdown scores this week. Antonio Gibson has done me well when I've taken him before. And uh, he's got more than, a, more than a good matchup this week versus Cincinnati. So, yeah. All right, so for mine, first one is DeAndre Hopkins. I think for them to win this game, he's going to have to get really involved. And, yeah, against that putrid secondary, I think he won't have a, won't have a problem with that. Then next, I got Tyler Boyd, another one that if they want to win this game, he's got to be involved. So next, I got Robbie Anderson. Um, I think he's... He's just he's due for a touchdown. It seems like he hasn't had one in a while. I, I guess don't quote me on that, but I think he'll be due this week. Um, Amari Cooper is actually my other one. I think with Andy Dalton coming back, he can get him the ball. Even though it looks like this guy just kind of gave up on the season, really. His body language is not that great, and I think there was even a player who called him out a week or two ago about it, but. I think they still think that this division is wide open, so maybe he'll he'll come out and, and grab a touchdown. And then last, I got Tyreek Hill in a game that I think is just going to be high scoring. There's going to be a lot of points, a lot of opportunities. Okay. Um. So for mine, uh, first one I got DK Metcalf. Last time the Seahawks played the the Cardinals, did not use DK Metcalf nearly as much as they should have. So I think that they're going to look at that, and uh, they're going to give him the ball a lot this game. Um, I, I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, so he's going to get his volume. Um, and then for my next pick, I have Naeem Hines. Um, Jonathan Taylor owners, I'm sorry. Um, 
but it's not looking like he's number one running back. It looks like Naeem Hines is that guy in Indianapolis, and uh, we all know Packers' um, run defense is not really the best, so I can see him getting into the end zone. Uh, Kyler Murray is my third one. Kyler, he's scoring basically a touchdown, a rushing touchdown every single game. Um, he had two last week against the Bills, and I see him getting another one this week against a, uh, a very poor Seahawks defense. I could see him getting over 50 yards rushing a touchdown. So, And then for my fourth pick, I have Salvin Ahmed. Um, I can't remember who the Dolphins are playing this week. Uh, playing the Broncos. That, that's why I have him. Playing the Broncos. Um, I, I think that he's going to have a big week this week against a poor and banged up Broncos defense. And then I got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Chargers playing the Jets. And, I mean, he's Justin Herbert's number one target. So he's going to get his volume, his targets uh, this week. And definitely see him get an end zone against that awful Jets defense. So uh, that will do it for us this week on the Visor Podcast. Uh, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at the Visor Podcast. And we will see you guys next episode.